difficult, difficult, women. Hello again. Hello again. <laughs> We're back this week. Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Ah, <laughs> we did it! We're in December! Crazy. Oh my God, I love this month. Everyone's been, you know, for the last couple of weeks, I've been getting all these emails about being like, get ready for 2020. And I'm like, well, that's so long from now. Oh, and I'm realizing, oh, shit, no. Oh, no, it's close. just, yeah. yeah. We're going to do a full, like, you know, New Year's resolution bullshit episode. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then we're going to hold you. Board. A, yeah, vision board the pod. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, how's things? Fine. <laughs> Do you have a nice Thanksgiving? Did you eat turkey? It was lovely. Oh, wonderful. How was yours? Lovely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thankful. Oh, but I do want to talk real quick. So last week, awesome episode. Yeah. Everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. The women, healthcare and stuff. One thing that we didn't really talk about uh, too much was men. <laughs> right. You know, and oh, I do right. think that uh, we should at least addressed that healthcare with men is also skewed as well and i think it's because of this toxic masculinity type culture men have to be macho right and actually men or the death rate is higher for men versus women because of this men play sports and so they get brain injuries and they have to ride motorcycles and they have to you know lift more weights and so they sprain their bodies more i don't know sports sure. but there, I think also I'd read an article that had been written in 2005 and the whole premise of the article was that women experience more pain than men do. Mm. And that's very possible. And I don't know the details of that for sure. But, you know, whatever, 15 years later, uh, we can look at this stuff and start going like, well, wait a minute. Like, is it also just because women are more comfortable ex- expressing that their pain right. and that men are not always allowed or don't feel allowed to right. tell people how they're right. feeling or, or playing down how they're feeling mm-hmm. so i mean that definitely could be part of it and also you know when you said that it also reminded me that about how my grandfather didn't he died of a heart attack and it sh- he should have survived mm. but he didn't want to go to the doctor well so that i don't know what the statistic is but i hear this a lot from my women friends who are married that they say that um their husbands would never go to the doctor if it wasn't for them yeah. if they didn't like schedule it for them yeah. or remind them or whatever so i i don't know what this true statistic is but i bet you women go to to see their doctors more than men because men just don't want to deal with it or, yeah, or there's fear too i think about absolutely like, you know, i mean i don't like going to the dentist yeah. but um and and I then also week, just not no wanting cavities. to complain and that kind of trying to be like strong right like right. you're spot, supposed right. to be in pain you're not supposed to yeah be. So, so i think yeah. everyone right now uh Hug a man, you know, and, and like, everybody go get your doctor's appointment. <laughs> go, go schedule a doctor's appointment and, and hug for yourself if they don't listen to you. <laughs> oh God, yeah, um, but we just need to. We really need more sensitive men and and just you know always hug a man today. Always like and, like consensually and stuff. We consensually, yes, please. <laughs> um, anyway, so today is going to be an interesting topic. Uh, <laughs> Because we don't know too much about it. Oh, yeah. This is um, we're winning we're, this one, we're, but yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Influencers. 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 What the fuck is an influencer? That's what I want to know. Well, an influencer. <laughs> funny you ask. <laughs> Tell me, what is an influencer? It's a person on some sort of a social media platform mm-hmm. that has an interest in something, mm-hmm. like beauty or traveling, mm-hmm. and likes to talk about it. And then a lot of other people like to hear him talk about it. <laughs> and then if they, if a lot of people like to hear him talk about it, a they third make, party, uh-huh. like a company, yeah. will come in and say, sell our products <laughs> to these people that want to hear you talk about traveling. 
And then, and then they so, make millions of dollars. And then they sometimes make millions of dollars, mm. which is crazy. And right. a lot of times these people are very young. Very, very, very young. young. Didn't so you I just tell me recently or did, did you say it on the pod that um, when you were asking a young person what they wanted to be when they grew up, they said on YouTube? No. Oh, maybe it was another friend of but mine. That's cr- but that's but it was like maybe right. it was a friend of mine who was babysitting like some freshman in high school and asking them what they wanted to be when they grew up and and it's an influencer like that is what people want to be these these youngins i sound like my dad these young young folks you can't blame them for wanting to be that because you post a picture you make a million like come i want to do that and we're trying kind of i mean not really yeah (laughs) i mean my side of it is like i just can't be on my phone that much or i try not to be on my phone that much but, but we're also living in a different time. So these the the kids that are like in high school now or like go, moving into high school, they don't watch TV. No, they no. watch the they don't watch the internet. What do you call it? They're, they're on the internet. They <laughs> <We> sound old. <laughs> <laughs> they're just on the internet a lot, and they watch all these YouTube videos and right. they spend time on. Well, even with Instagram's almost like going on the outs now, but like um, Snapchat or all these things, like that's who they follow. They mm-hmm. follow those are their celebrities. Well, millennials, I, I read, uh, spend on average nine hours a day on social media. Mm, that's a lot. I mean, could you imagine having that much time to just? It's not even they have time. It's just like while they're at work, you know. Yeah, just like I guess on the so. I mean, I, I, I'm on the internet way too. I'm probably one of those nine hour people. Okay, wait. I want to know. In. You can look. Pull, pull out your phone. Well, Let's just see. So I can so only curious. see my Instagram. I don't know how to do the other ones. My Instagram one claims that I'm on average mm-hmm. on Instagram an hour and 18 minutes a day. Okay. Which is like kind of a lot though well i mean i would say no that's actually not that much compared to these other young that's true but that's just instagram so right. it doesn't you know where i spend most well, of my I, time is on these fucking news apps oh yeah I'm reading on, i mean it's I'm your book it's your kindle yeah well that i'm curious time i'm gonna say it. so my daily average on instagram is 54 minutes yeah so about an hour so i'm so trying I'm to cut even. that down to 45 minutes a day i really yeah. want to just not spend because instagram too i mean some things make me feel really great and motivated and then some things just make me really sad and jealous yeah. so i'm trying lately it's I, a balance normally I've, in the past i haven't had such a problem feeling too bad with watching other people's things on instagram and then lately i've had this thing where i just don't want to look at it anymore yeah i I've, i still clearly i'm doing an hour well, especially over the holidays when i go home for christmas i am going to put my phone on one side of the house and then i'm gonna be living Living a life. Living a loca. <laughs> loca. Um, <laughs> no, wait. So here, you can look on your phone. Oh, screen time. Okay. Everybody will follow along. With follow us. along. We have iPhones. Just cur- if you're curious, we how much? We have iPhones. We yeah. go to the settings. Oh, shit. And then you go to, where's screen time? You have to walk us through this because we don't know how. Okay. Well, you go to settings. Yes. And then uh, it under there's notifications. Yes. Sound. Notifica- okay. Do yeah. not disturb. Screen time. And then screen it's a little time. purple thing with a click. Oh on my that. god! It's a purple thing with like a time. Yeah. S- what are those called? An hourglass, which just makes me feel like my life is slipping <laughs> I away. Know. Um. Oh, I, mine hasn't been on, so I know I don't. Oh damn! What was yours? Now I feel. I'm definitely oh, turning this god, on. Though. This is terrifying. You have to choose if it's well, your t- iPhone today, or your child's iPhone. It, well, this week, I guess, on average. Oh, mine, uh, oh, my yeah. screen time is now three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine says three hours and 50 minutes. From today? Daily average for the week. Oh. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's way too much. That's why I'm not writing an 
new song or right. finishing that <laughs> song a, that ah, I've been working on. Thinking about that. God, I mean, damn sometimes it. I mean, but four hours also counts for like making phone calls and stuff, right? And texting. Oh, what? I don't make fucking phone calls. When was the last time I made a phone call? <laughs> I, I always <laughs> straight call to voicemail. Mom. Call my mom. I call my mom. Yeah, she's I call my mom. I, anymore. I only talk to my sisters, my mom, and then there's like two friends that I call. Hmm. And then even even when we were potting, I had a friend text me. I was like, God damn it, she texts me way too much. Yeah, too much texting. <laughs> It's just, I mean, I, and I also just got a new phone too, so it's that's thrilling. Right, that's always exciting when you have new. I phone. mean, the camera. Oh God, I love just it. Taking so many it's selfies. So good. Bury me with my phone. No, yeah. just kidding. Please it is, don't. It's a Please whole different, don't. weird, crazy thing, right? And I guess the making of a of a influencer, <laughs> it starts with make you know having something you're kind of interested in. You make mm-hmm. some videos on mm-hmm. them, like some tutorials or whatever, right? Let's say it's a makeup person. And then you, people start watching. You upgrade, mm-hmm. you make them, your things look better and better. And then you, uh, I don't know, you start participating in those like challenges and stuff to try to get more views. Yeah, the giveaways. Yeah. And, the, and mm-hmm. then as more and more people start following you, you get ads kind of targeted towards mm-hmm. you. They pay you to like promote their items. Then you start making a lot of money. And then you start your own line of cosmetics. You know what I mean? And then you uh, start to implode and then they find all of your uh, racist tweets and then 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 you're done. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And that's the life cycle of an influencer. Yeah, exactly. And and it's about a one year (laughs) cycle, it seems like. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Weren't we together um, on tour in St. Louis and we were watching this video of this influencer? I don't remember who it was because I had never heard of her before. But we together watched this video of this influencer crying and so upset because somebody had kept like marking her account so as spam or something her. yes yeah do you remember her name yes her name is let's see jesse taylor she was 21 years old at the time someone was uh like what do you call it um Sp- like uh notifying f- instagram for obscenities or something or yeah they were like profanity or reporting it like reporting just, okay re- they, somebody kept reporting her account and then finally they shut it down she had had uh like uh, over a hundred thousand followers mm-hmm. so she like lost all those in one fell swoop and then she made this like video where she's like sobbing and she's like why this is my life and in the video this did not help her like case at all because i did feel a little bit bad for her and then i watched this video i was like Meh. but she was like <laughs> apparently she called the police <gasps> to report a, no. a murder stop it yeah she was like stop. it's a murder and they were like a, a murder. murder and she was like they took down my instagram account it feels like a murder stop it and the police were like that's not a murder, maybe. And she was like, but it is like a murder. It's a murder of my life. And um, she just was like <laughs> devastated. Up The reason why she's crying so much, because you're like, well, why is she? Is she just like to be online a lot and get her likes? No, she was making $500,000 like a month yeah. from the account. And so yeah. she's 21 years old. So this was like her career right so and I, she, I mean and that's the thing people that have built up that many followers it takes it takes time you know unless you get kylie jenner to I like mean, sometimes it takes time sometimes it's, it doesn't i don't really know sometimes it's based on real merit and sometimes it's like fucking not like this girl i still can't tell you what jesse taylor does right or did right. i don't right. know what she who what her deal was she was getting offered um prior to her account being taken down there was some sort of deal on netflix she was gonna get her own show i mean all this fucking Wait, did she shit. not did she get it back though well so she she started a new account and she's up to like, I don't know, uh, 50,000 or something. Somebody. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what's so weird about these companies. Like we've had this problem where, um, you know, 
we, we we can't promote on Facebook with the name Reformed Whores or Instagram call, or Instagram mm-hmm. with the name Reformed Whores because they say, oh, you're selling sex toys and stuff. And we're like, but we're not. And we've tried, petitioned over and over. I think we've talked about this on the pod, but we've petitioned over There's and over There's nobody again. to talk There's to. There's no one to call. So mm-hmm. like even someone like her. But it brings up an interesting point too about like what... So that's her job, right? Oh, and apparently on her new, I thought this was interesting, on her new account that she's building now, mm-hmm. and she said something about like, it's like a blessing in disguise, but I don't really, I didn't really catch why she felt that way. But apparently, though, now that she has her new account, all these trolls are like, let's get her shut down again. Oh my God. So, so I do feel bad for that because it's like, why are they, I'm not quite sure why they're targeting her. I think they're just being jerks. Yeah, that's, um, and not that's nice. sort of fucked Cut up. Cut that out. Yeah, that's. I'm not sure how I feel about that. She seems like she could get Stan to have a real job though and learn. Just take some screen some. time time out. <laughs> and just like you know, she seems to feel that she's owed something mm-hmm. here when she's she's making oh. crazy money, right? And apparently, she blew through all that money from uh, what it sounded like. So she probably deserves. <laughs> I don't have a lot of compassion for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I was looking, why Why influencers now? Why is this a huge thing now? And it's because marketing has taken a whole new turn for advertisers right now. Right. So, like, obviously, we've always known, like, there's newspapers, there's commercials, and that sort of stuff. Nowadays, it's a fucking Wild West. Well, and because these nobody's watching TV. Because nobody's watching TV, but then they have learned that they can target ads through Instagram and Facebook and that sort of thing. But then, like, why influencers and not maybe, like, a celebrity? Um, and so they were saying it's simply because relatability. Right. These millennials, us, we're millennials, um, they are spending hours and hours and hours on YouTube. And so actually they start feeling like these influencers are their friends. For sure. And so th- they have done all these market studies is that 70% of purchase decisions are made by peer recommendations. Um, and 60% of in-store purchases are made from seeing somebody on social media or a blog with that, that thing. Yeah. Which is crazy. And so it was saying like, so influencers, you think that they're your friends, so they're recommending a product and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but why? Like we see Jennifer Aniston like doing a vino or um, smart water or something. And why is that different than an influencer? And it's because like more than ever right now, people want just like this raw human being and somebody that they can really relate to. And with like Jennifer Aniston, I was watching this TED talk of this um, woman who owns her own marketing company that the thing with like a celebrity nowadays is that they still feel so separated from them and they don't really know that true person. And the thing about Jennifer Aniston is that up until I think two months ago, she wasn't even on Instagram. And I bet you her stock was plummeting or something and she needed to actually become this new type of influencer. I heard specifically about that, that that was basically exactly what was happening, which Mm. was that she... Was just not relatable anymore. People right. Relate to her, and, she's, and people kept telling her. Her friends kept telling her, "You got to get on Instagram. You got to get on Instagram." Um, partly because apparently she's just a, like a lovely, fun, funny woman mm-hmm. too. And they're like, "You'd be so good on there." And she was like, "I don't want to do it." I don't. And uh, look, I relate to that. Like a lot of we have to. We're constantly the biggest fight that we have is always about who's posting. We have to keep <laughs> posting. Oh, we got to post content. Everybody email Katie and tell her to post more, please. Just, yeah, just, just, <laughs> somebody just everybody just follow us and. 
and don't worry about whether it poses you. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> just annoying. Stay with it's us. just it is. It's, it's the well. It's part of the job that like I, I feel like we didn't sign up for when we started. No, our and band. I think that's probably exactly how. Jennifer, yeah, she's I'm like, like I'm an actor. Rachel. That's how Jennifer Aniston probably feels. <laughs> is that she's like I don't I don't care about this shit. Right. But the thing is like that's just what the market is now, and mm-hmm. that that's part of what the job is. Unfortunately. Um, you know what occurred to me though, because you're asking like, well, why this and why do people buy things from influencers and whatever? As you're saying all this, I'm thinking about like, well, how do I purchase items? Where yeah, how am I influenced by item by purchasing? Because I don't see a lot of commercials anymore because I watch Netflix and things, mm-hmm. so I don't see mm-hmm. TV commercials so much. I, I am a little bit prone sometimes to buying those really stupid things on Instagram, those Instagram ads that pop up and they're like, you need this like small yeah. turtle hat. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> like, buy yeah, that small it's, it's more like friends don't let friends order drunk things off of Instagram. Remember the cat sweatshirt, Katie? Yeah, yeah. That, one's, that was a pretty good purchase, actually. Though. That was a great was one, like, though. But... They're like cats <laughs> in the form of the Titanic off the side of the boat and they're in space. It's pretty good. Uh, she literally was like, I don't remember ordering remember. And then I went on Dry January. That's another story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally another story but i definitely have like b- even soberly bought sober not soberly <laughs> even sober i have purchased items off of instagram and then regretted it like immediately you, so that's yeah. the thing that's not my point though my point is when i'm actually trying to buy a real thing mm-hmm. so whether it be a new foundation let's say i want to switch up my foundation i don't want right. like, the one i have anymore or i um recently i've been like looking into lighting equipment because i've been doing more of like camera stuff but i don't know a lot about lighting equipment mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot of options what i'm what i'm thinking about as you're saying this is that we are so saturated by products mm-hmm. in this country right mm-hmm. now in this culture we just it's all about buying things buying things buying things on the one hand, sure, it's nice to have lots of options and a lot of choices and the free market and all that bullshit. On the other hand, I get overwhelmed by the options. So if you have a favorite influencer who you quote unquote trust or you like their style or you like their the way that they go about doing things and you have to pick a new you know, foundation for your makeup or whatever, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah it makes a lot of sense that you would be like well which one are they using mm-hmm. and it's not and i don't think because at first i was thinking about it, it's like oh it's so manipulative or it's so it's more just like i'm i'm exhausted i don't know how do i if i right. go on you know if i'm looking for reviews or i'm trying to find mm-hmm. the next one or, or i go to sephora and i try them all on at a certain point i'm like i don't know <laughs> i don't know which one i want which one use. is kylie jenner wearing yeah <laughs> or it's, uh, yeah and it's even it's either that or i think in some ways some of these influencers that we don't like kylie jenner is like such a and maybe sure for sure, that's that. But also some of these people that we don't know very well, but p- they have a big following. Mm-hmm. People find people that they like and they like their style and they like the way that they demonstrate mm-hmm. the products mm-hmm. and they like trust them to some degree. Like, yeah, that makes sense that I'd be. And in fact, I think in, when I was looking for a new foundation, I ended up buying, this is like the most millennial thing. I ended up buying Rihanna's new line, that oh, Fendi yeah. line. Uh-huh. because Or Fenty. Because I, I was like, um, Fendi? Yeah. yeah that's She's, that's a trademark. She was she Fendi, but she is yeah, Fenty. Fenty. So, uh, and I ended up buying that product because I was like looking online and it was something I had heard of and she's famous and she, you know, and I also liked the idea that she was really trying to make a line with lots and lots and lots of different color options because everybody's skin tone is different. And I found that the color match is great, but the, I don't really like the foundation that much. <laughs> but I bought yeah. it. I mean, but I bought the thing and right. there's things I like. You were influenced. I was certainly influenced. Hmm. But the truth is like, how else do you buy things? I mean, I had to, I, I needed a foundation somehow. Mm-hmm. So what was I going to do? And mm-hmm. I can ask, for, you know, like you said, you ask your friends for advice. That's usually the best way to go. Mm-hmm. But if they don't know, right. then that, I think that that makes a lot of sense that mm-hmm. that would be like where you would turn. 
Mm. And for marketing, it's kind of genius. Right. Well, I follow so many food influencers. I do like to watch makeup tutorials occasionally, especially I have you know a wedding to go to and I want to do my eyes differently. Then I go to, you know, look up some makeup things. But when I am going out to dinner, I get on my, you know, Instagram app to see who is posting what about what neighborhood and where I should be going to eat. Yeah. And a good friend of mine, Anthony O'Connell, shout out to him. He's a comic. Um, and he I have been watching him through these last couple of years his Instagram account called Upper Feast Side. And it has just been fascinating because he is a comedian who also equally loves food. He's been working at um, Carmine's uh, in Times Square for years. Um, but he has this love of comedy and food. And he started this real cute little Instagram account. And now I, I don't know. Let me just look real quick how many followers he has. Fuck. Oh, my God. What? 65,000 followers. Good for him. Upper Feast. So follow him, Upper Feast. Um, and it's just all f really awesome food recommendations and stuff. But I've been just fascinated with how the fuck do you build to 65,000? I mean, I, I remember when he had 2,000 followers. And it really is for him specifically is the love of the content. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is what is so beautiful about certain influencers mm -hmm. um he started it specifically to promote local businesses on the upper uh east side of manhattan and then it started to just grow even more and so now 65,000 followers but he did it so organically and then he also started learning these uh marketing tricks and you know branding things and then i think the biggest thing that just slowly started happening is that these local businesses it helps them so much to promote their their restaurants and stuff and so they started by getting he started getting free meals and then started um getting paid to like post about things but he he him specifically is that he only posts restaurants and and places that he really truly backs i know that there's other influencers that they may not they'll sell out yeah they these. they sell out so i think that that's kind of the key though to and and they do say this if you're if you i mean i don't want this to become like some weird like hey if you're interested in marketing because i think a lot of people are not interested in marketing <laughs> but if you are interested in marketing and you're looking up stuff online they're always one of the rules of like being an influencer to really be successful is be genuine yeah because i think right. that that's when i'm even relatability when about, yeah because there's nothing wrong with i mean we do we live in a capitalist society for better or worse and we um you know people if, if you need to buy a product and you want to know where to go that's a great place to mm -hmm. go and i think that that's a great way to use influencers too mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. where you're saying like hey i i like going out to eat and i always like to have suggestions and you, I've, I'm tapped out. I'm like, have you been to Taco Bell yet? And you're like, Katie, I need a better suggestion than that. I'm like, I don't know. You better look online. Um, that's kind of how I feel like that works for me. Uh, and I certainly use, you know, things like Yelp and those things. But even Yelp, it's nicer to have somebody that you, tr again, you trust. You them, trust them. Right? Yeah. You trust their and they're taste. Your and, they, and they fit. And also there's something about it being sort of a niche market. So mm -hmm. if, if he's focused mm -hmm. or maybe not so much anymore, but if he was focused on the Upper East Side, mm -hmm. then people that live in that neighborhood, for example, or people that want to just like try a different neighborhood, it's a perfect place to go right. for that. Right. I mean, I think that, that it's really exciting, though, to actually have a friend that um, is I, it's just so exciting how much yeah. he's grown and, and how much he loves it. And also that he was waiting tables at Carmine's for like ever. And now he's 
he quit that job and is able to do this full time. Yeah. And that is the dream. And because it's coming from a real thing right. and a real skill that he has mm-hmm. and a, a real love of what he mm-hmm. has, he can actually spin that into a book or he could spin totally. it into a show or he totally. could spin it into a podcast. So if for some reason, you know, because there's talk of like, you know, Instagram just like collapsing at some point. It's not like he's lost everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly it helps mm-hmm. that he, when he has Instagram. But if he can get that following to take, you know, follow him out of right. the app, which right. I think that he can, yeah. then um, that also that is a real business. Yeah. It's a real service that you're providing for people. Um, here's an example of somebody who <laughs> is closer <laughs> on the selling out side. So there's a lot of these. Oh, yes. People Let's, yeah. Good that, and bad. Um, Let's get into it. <laughs> that where things didn't always go the way. So there was a bunch of girls that, uh, for some reason, there are mostly girls in this particular list. But uh, there's a bunch of girls that had, you know, there was one that was doing some sort of a health, you know, diet routine. And she was promising if you gave her $500. Uh, and she was also, she had tons of followers. She was mm. a huge influencer, was very successful. And, she, and they loved everything she did. So she put together this program and said, okay, for $500, I'll give you a personalized health program or whatever so people like and she said that she wanted to charge five hundred dollars because uh she was like i want to make people like you have to really want this you know so you have to invest this money to like prove to me that you really want this so they were like yeah we want this like we believe in you and we trust you and like you're our favorite influencer and so they paid all this money and then she or i think in this case it was like a 12-week program and she made like six videos and then just like stopped yeah and then they were like wait our money and she was like ah oh man and she gave like a 50 percent refund or something it's really bad and another girl had a program that's supposed to be specific specifically for each person that ordered it and she just had one that she kept sending everybody so like that's some and but this i liked this example the most this is my favorite one there was a girl um yovana mendoza who went by ravana and she was peddling a raw vegan lifestyle she had over a million followers and was really saying like raw vegan is the only way to go raw vegan is the only way to go raw vegan is the only way to go <laughs> just spreading this information she's like i don't even know how old is she 20 something years old or but she's and she's not a doctor but she decided that this is how it was going to be and it was her thing and it was what she was pushing um well it turns out she got caught eating fish oh. somewhere and um Another vlogger caught her and posted the video and like outed her about so she's she's saying everyone should eat raw vegan and then she's eating fish. And then so she came out in a apology video and explained that, well, I'm so sorry, but I had to start eating eggs and meat because my doctor said I wasn't doing well. So she's telling everybody else to eat raw vegan. In the meantime, it's been that diet had been killing her. It was killing her and she's telling other people to keep doing it and privately as opposed to at least coming out and being like, hey, guys, actually, I was wrong. Right. But she had built this thing and company around want, yeah. this. Uh, but that's that, that's not that's good. so fucked up. I mean, yeah. that's she literally is could be hurting people. Mm. And that's that sort of like this whole thing. So I, I love that story. I love hate that story. <laughs> because I think that's so fucked up. And that's also why we have to be careful about who we do trust. You right. Because these people are not your friends. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think that you there are a lot of people you can that are good people and that provide a good service, and I do believe in that. But then there's a lot of these young kids that don't. They just they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're 21 years old, right? Of course they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, so I want to get into which influencers you are obsessed with. <laughs> yeah, um, I have one that it's kind of shocking that this is I think my top person that I I mean besides Chrissy Teigen. Okay, she's incredible to watch on Instagram. But I found, I don't know how I found this woman, but her handle is at Mama's Gone City. What is it? At 
it's Mama's Gone City, at which Mama's is at so it's the, the handle sign, Mama's, Mama's Gone, Gone City. City. Okay, and her blog is Mama's Gone City. Okay, Jessica Shiba is her Shiba. I guess that's her name, but she has a blog. So I think she started with her blog first, but basically it's like a family influencer she has five children who are absolutely adorable and i started following her on instagram because she was posting she had just gotten this new little puppy and she had a baby boy and so she all of her photos were just this freaking puppy and this baby the connection between the puppy and the baby she was able to capture it through her photography and I have been following her now. So the baby that I've been following uh, is now seven years old. Oh, shit. So I have watched. It's so creepy it's so and weird. so weird to be following this mom blogger. I'm not a mom. I, I don't I don't know why I am obsessed with this woman. But the coolest thing about her is that, yes, she's a mom blogger. And you would immediately be like, oh, why are you following this? What a waste of time. This woman is such a powerhouse of an advocate for transgender rights, for women's rights, reproductive rights. I mean, she's taking her kids. Actually, she will go to the marches. She won't take her children, or if she does, she won't photograph them. She has this blog to use as a platform to make political change. And so she, I was going to ask that. So she does not show her children's face. No, I mean, so that's, she now, because the kids are getting older, she will ask her children if she can take their pictures and Mm -hmm. stuff. And she actually has one of the five, uh, one of the girls doesn't like her photo taken anymore. Mm -hmm. And so she doesn't do it. And, Mm -hmm. And it's that type of dialogue that she has that you know Thank god she asked because i was gonna yeah. say so i do appreciate that she's aware yeah and, and she has these com- i mean she talks about it openly yeah. on instagram and then also she has a blog but it's it's weird for me to be so obsessed with this woman but every time that there's like a school shooting or something she has really something so provocative to say about this and like actions that you can do um and then she also will post some of the hater comments and mm-hmm. and and she never she always rises above it and then is able to say exactly what I wish I could say. And she has this beautiful family. Her husband is a dentist and and she's a photographer and blogger and she's super into fashion and fitness. And I mean, everything does look, you know, perfect, and feel but, perfect. Yeah. But but sometimes she posts these like really awkward photos or I mean, she makes these jokes of, you know, reality versus Instagram and all that sort of stuff. But Again, it's Mama's Gone City. I guess she met her husband here in New York, and then they started to have kids here, and then they moved to California and that sort of thing. But very few Instagram influencers that I do follow that really make me excited to be alive, excited to have a family. I don't know. She's out there, I think, making a difference by being an influencer. That's cool. I mean, that's definitely using her platform in right. an interesting And way. not to say, I mean, she does do ads and she does have like a Nissan caravan minivan that she does post a lot about or something. But I mean, you got to make money somehow. Money, yeah. yeah. No, it makes but sense. But she's cool. Yeah. And then Chrissy Teigen, y'all follow her. Sure, I mean, she's, she's just so obvious. Funny. She also has like a team of people that work for her. Uh, to do social yeah, media. Yeah, I mean, this is like big business. Yeah, but this Jessica, Mom's Gone City, she does it all herself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or so she says. You know, I wonder if these people are really trying, like, they probably, probably I mean, like I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, but if that's her full-time job, maybe then, you yeah. know, because you, if you make a lot of money, if you don't, that'd be, you know, yeah. sure, maybe. But she's just extremely funny. respectful to that's her children cool. and her family. Cool. And so, yeah. anyway, I, who do you follow? <laughs> uh, don't, I don't follow, I follow this. You don't role. have like a specific? Mm, no. What about I, your roller skating I, girls? 
Because those are influencers. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. So Indy Jamma Jones, she's a great. Uh, she, I, but it's weird because I've met her now, and Bar- oh, Barbie cool. Pitin, um are both uh, roller skating people that are. Yeah, there's a lot in the roller skating community. I guess that's so true. I also follow this little fucked up dog called Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Tuna melts my heart. He's cute. He's like the uh, ugliest dog, but I love him. And I used yeah, to follow this hedgehog, and it passed away. Well, that, so well, their company's over now. I know. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's probably a problem. Yeah. Well, Marnie the dog. I follow Marnie the dog. That dog's probably going to die soon, too. It's real old. Yeah. Cute. But I mean, they don't. I don't buy anything from them. Right. Yeah. I guess maybe the roller skating girls, I'd be more inclined to buy. I bought my roller skates partly mm-hmm. because of Indy Jamma Jones and her affiliation with Moxie Roller Skates. But I also would promote those. They're the best fucking mm-hmm. roller skates out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Otherwise, because I was like, well, who, what else do I watch? Uh, why, what are all these hours online? What's my screen time being put on, you know, directed towards? And really, mostly it's videos of Shane Hurlbutt, <laughs> who's, who's this cinematographer that does these like, oh. amazing videos. I'm trying to learn about that stuff. And then my tarot videos. Uh, oh, I like yeah. um, Gemstone Tarot. She's like so funny. <laughs> and I like, you know, if you like tarot readings, um, but she's just like a delight to watch. I like her. I kind of feel like she's my friend, but she just does not know who I am. Right. Um, but I wouldn't, and I, I was going to say, I wouldn't buy anything from her either, except the truth is I did buy a, a deck of cards that I liked that she had. I was oh, like, really? Oh, so I found. But so she you wasn't. were influenced she, again. But I don't think she makes any money off of these things. She makes money by selling readings, but I wouldn't buy a reading because I know how to read. Well, so uh, one thing that you can tell nowadays, I guess it's legally you have to put hashtag ad right. or hashtag sponsor. Yeah. No, she doesn't have any of that. Oh. And Shane Hurlbut, I don't think, unless he's selling a particular light, but I think mostly he just does it as like a class. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He sells his own class. He has a class. Mm. So I guess mm. I don't know if that counts as an influencer or if that's just a person on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. I have a question. Yeah. How do the yoga people take photos of themselves? Oh, because it's, it's like, meditating. It's all those. In downward dog. <laughs> Selfies and um, <laughs> like interns. Nothing gets me <laughs> more heated. Yeah, than the yoga. When I see, yeah, when the yoga shit. I'm sorry. I'm sure we have so many yoga people out there. Katie and I both, we fucking hate yoga. I mean, I think I love the concept of yoga. Me I think too. Yoga I think is, it's lovely. I, I, I'm trying to get into yoga because I think it's also really, 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 really good for you. But I just, it doesn't, there's something about it. So I, I do. And also a sidebar, I meditate. So Great. it's not the meditation part for me that is a problem. Yeah. It's that I just don't like put sitting in those positions. I don't, I don't either. Like it's probably we should be sitting we in them more because we should our be hits. doing it. Yeah. But um, I don't. I just don't. But, like but it. more specifically, the yoga influencer thing is an interesting I thing. I don't. Yeah. It's the, supposed to be this sort of like Zen. You're supposed to be like. Religious sort of. No, spiritual thing. Yeah. And, and then, then all of a sudden you're setting a timer across the room to take a picture of yourself and a tree pose. Like, and then you're also selling like this water bottle or something. Yeah. You know? It's. I don't quite understand There's definitely a conflict it. there a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if, if don't get me wrong. I start clicking away and I look at, oh, man, that girl is so skinny. I can't believe she can reach her I guess freaking thing over the head. definitely part of the yoga thing, too, is it's like a sexy body thing. Right. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole thing. I don't know. But I just. Well, but that also brings <sighs> up an interesting point of these companies that then hire these influencers to like pop their wares and that sometimes it backfires for various reasons and there was that really 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 famous guy logan paul who again i never i don't even know what he did online Uh uh-huh but um 
people were he had so many followers he's like a youtube guy and um his companies were like throwing money at him to like promote stuff because so many people were watching mm. and then he like did that video went to japan and did that really disrespectful video in that in that the woods those special those oh those like those woods that people oh yeah commit suicide in a lot oh yeah and then he oh, filmed right. them like hanging i mean it was like oh, really right. bad judgment and they also had all these uh, he had all these like racist thing oh. rants and things that he had been doing and so when that specifically that one suicide forest video came out then all these companies are scrambling to take mm. back their association with him so it's like a weird thing too because these kids again they're so fucking young right they don't have very good judgment they're they're new to the world they don't they're not even living a normal life mm-hmm. so they make a lot of mistakes it seems like but that's so that's one reason to be careful about who you get to, wow <laughs> to market you know them. what you know who will never pull their affiliation from us because it's because like we believe perfect. in them yep. so much and we actually do and this is the one you can trust us on <laughs> that's right it's adamandeve.com free stuff is awesome but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. And we're back. Hmm. Wow. Thanks. That that was an ad. <laughs> Hashtag an ad. ad. No, for sure. But I mean, uh, but again, we we, we know, believe in the product. We 100%. support the product. We have the products. It's a good we, fit for us. I mean, that those are the things. Yeah. That I you know. I don't. And I, it's a really good deal. Right. Just that's one thing I really. You know, when I first started acting, when I was you know, a baby. No, but in uh in college, I remember talking about auditioning for commercials and saying like I will never audition for a product that I don't believe in now as an actor I go out for every audition I can get <laughs> yeah which is just interesting I, I haven't been put in a position I think that badly, if it was like a friend like, of mine did or was asked to do a voiceover for um a Republican candidate that she didn't believe in and she told her agent no yeah, and I would I, I was like I would yeah, totally that's that. yeah I couldn't do that um, either I wouldn't want to do something that was like well this is more just for personal reasons, but I would prefer not to be the poster child for like gonorrhea. <laughs> oh like, my God. See, I, I'm know, the opposite. I would like, I'm love to. It. Actually, um, ironically, I was up for Gardasil years oh, yeah. ago. I had five freaking callbacks and I went in the room with like everybody. Um, and the reason why I was getting so far is because you had to, the lead character in the commercial had to twirl a flag. Oh, right. And you and had all that. Tw- yeah. And I had that flag experience. twirling experience. <laughs> um, but I didn't get it, but I could have been the face of Gardasil. Money would have been bank. amazing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, if, I guess still if time. wants to. Yeah. If you want to sponsor Difficult uh, Women. Sure. I mean, certainly I'm pro Gardasil. Yeah. I just my thing isn't that like if for the podcast if like or if, if it was through the Instagrams they said hey will you promote for us I would be like talking about why it's really important to use have Gardasil as an op as a thing that mm-hmm. exists and all this mm-hmm. stuff but I could be like I don't have that disease but whatever mm-hmm. the thing is if you're in a print ad you literally yeah. it's literally you standing there being like I'm so glad I take Gardasil That's all true. the time yeah um and I didn't like that idea, yeah personally yeah. I just think it's just misrepresenting I just think it'd be so situation. funny to go home to go to church and be like so so Gossip. Marie <laughs> yeah Marie's the herpes girl now mm, yeah I'm like oh, yeah, well, is it herpes I don't know no no Gardasil is uh, HPV oh HPV which 
had it now now i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um <laughs> that was the other episode but she got it all burned off <laughs> just so you know zapped yeah zoom, just recap it was from like last star week. wars in my in my woman cave zoom, zoom. it was <laughs> it's like return of the jedi yeah oh where are my star wars people at yeah yeah there's i'm sure there's a lot of star wars influencers oh my god yes well, so here's one thing. So it's the holidays now. Mm-hmm. So this is when we're going to be starting to like buy gifts for everybody. So we're going to be influenced more than ever to be buying gifts. And I have a challenge for our listeners. Instead of buying them that first thing that you see on an Instagram ad, I'll be like, I'm just going to get this for my grandma. And just really stop and think about gifts and and what they mean and and you know why you're giving them. Because... I think that that's, we are a capitalist society, Uh, you know, capitalism makes the world go round, or at least, you know, that's what they tell us. (laughs) Uh, Last year, uh, for the first time, my family, we didn't do gifts, and Mm -hmm. it was by far the best Christmas we've ever had. Yeah, I was going to say. So, uh, you know, you can, please, I'm not, I'm not trying to judge or preach too much, but just remember, yeah, do that, do that, do that, but just remember what the holidays really are about and and aside from that like we're definitely moving into this like mass consumerism place especially with these influencers yeah Yeah. and that there's a lot of stuff that's made not only is it made really cheaply and then it's really Mm -hmm. disposable so that's bad for the environment but a lot of these things are made cheaply by people that are kind of suffering in their work environment so like that's let's all just try to be more mindful of those things too yeah buy wooden toys that have been made by elves oh it's okay to like oppress the elves (laughs) that's all right but not (laughs) not the poor Chinese iPhone people. Yeah. I mean, as we both have our iPhones. I know. It's bad. It's, <laughs> it's bad. so bad. I know. We got to work on it. But just, I don't know. I want to be more present this this um, Christmas, this holiday. Want to be more present yes. about your presence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I hear that. And get off my fucking phone, yeah. you know? Yeah. But. So, I mean, yay for influencers. It's just, it's around, I think it's here to stay, that whole concept. Oh, it's um, going to get even worse. I think one statistic was the ad, what is it? The influencer revenue revenue i guess this year it was like four four point five billion dollars and next year they're projecting 2020 it's gonna be 10 billion yeah so it's just we're, we're gonna keep going up and up and up until they take our wi-fi away or something right until the apocalypse until so the just, apocalypse well, enjoy it while you can that's um, great <laughs> yeah well in the meantime follow some weird looking dogs and you know <laughs> and mom's gone city and upper feast side please he's he's great oh, yeah no that's yeah, a, that's, that's a, a really that's good a legit one. one that's a good yeah one. so anyway um, all right and then follow us and tell your friends to follow us and i hope that we are influencing <laughs> you in positive ways are we influencers i don't know if it counts or not we not yet. try we don't so make hard. enough money yet but yeah soon um, <laughs> someone give us money to tell people what to do is that how that works <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I love um, telling people what to do. Um, thank you, Horios. We love yeah, you all we so, love much. You so much. And I hope you're um, enjoying this December. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say holidays because you know what? Fuck the holidays. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not anti Christmas. Oh God! Now we're gonna get letters. the war on Christmas. Uh, no, I will quit. Well, oh we're man, ahead. we're gonna have anyway. to play our war on Christmas song okay. now, all because of you. We'll take a listen. <laughs> Bye. Santa and angels and cookies and fun and bombs and Uzis and bullets and guns. It's the war on Christmas. They tried to take Christmas, but we won't let them. We'll show them who's boss. It's the war on Christmas. We'll 
We'll put Santa in a bulletproof vest Send him to the front line so the kids don't get depressed We'll gather intelligence from our army of elves And make non-believers' lives all live in hell We'll do damage to Starbucks and their dumpling red cups Remember Black Friday, we were just warming up It's the war on should be everywhere, those are our demands. We don't like it, pry the candy cane from our cold, dead hands. It's the war on Christmas. Maybe we've taken this a little too far. Perhaps we need guidance from the Christmas North Star. Are we really trying to start yet another war? Cause there ain't enough reindeer decorating our local drugstore. Let's stop and remember what Christmas is about. It's about love and joy and family and friends hanging out and celebrating the life of a man who chose peace who perhaps would inform us this war stuff should cease so let's please stop fighting during this time of year and start loving each other and spreading good cheer happy winter solstice y'all